0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy, Buzz. I'm joined by my dude, Goose, a.k.a. Bulls Scripted, and we are here to recap the Chicago Bulls' 106-96 victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Before we do that, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all our Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at ontapsportsnet, following Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. (sighs) Oh, Goose. I, last night I was ready to burn, crack them. I was ready to burn the world down. Tonight, I still feel like I am ready to burn the world down. Bulls win this one. Um, you know, obviously I know they're not going to lose every game from here on out. Um, they break the five game losing streak here by defeating the Cavaliers. There were some good things that were shown against a team with lesser capabilities than it seems that we have. Um, First of all, how are you? And uh, let's get into the initial thoughts. Your initial thoughts of the game.
1: Hey, same, same thing. Different day for me. Um, just gonna be getting back in the swing of work here shortly. But no, I mean we're back in tent now. <laughs> 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 we, we, we finally come to the conclusion that we're fuck it. Just no, Zach. You know we're playing shitty teams. Let's let's sneak some losses in against them and move up the tank standings. And of course. In typical Chicago Bulls fashion, they do the opposite of what, what we want in the moment. And that's all right, because we touched on it last night. If they go on a win streak, we're we're here for that, too. So, um, ultimately, you, you, you can't bank on luck. The Bulls have put themselves in the position to get lucky, whether that's by missing the play-in or making the play-in. We're going to have a shot in the lottery. So, um, I don't know. I mean, it was a pretty solid game. Didn't have a disastrous third quarter where we only score 15 points. Uh, Lowry Markinen actually showed up off the bench tonight. Kobe White looked like a point guard more than a shooting guard. There was some interesting, I guess, things that came out of this game on top of a win against a Cavs team that was healthier this time around than they were the last time when they beat us. So I guess you call that improvement. They they forced us into trading for Vooch, and now we beat them with just Vooch so full circle yeah I mean you know tonight I guess you could you could touch on Pat
0: Williams game super efficient five for six from the field one for one from downtown one for one from the free throw line he goes 12 three assists four boards one block one steal uh Vooch looked like the guy we traded for tonight efficient 10 for 17 three for five from downtown two for two from the free throw line 25 five assists seven rebounds two steals um Kobe White, not an efficient shooting night, but for the people that love plus minus, he's a plus eight. He scores eight points, nine assists, three rebounds, one steal. However, he did have four turnovers. Uh, the story of the game in my mind is Lowry Marketing, who hit a big shot down the stretch there to put the Bulls up big. Uh, he finishes 16 and six tonight, six for 12 from the field, and six of his shots were from downtown. Um, you know, Obviously, we kind of said last night coming into a game against Cleveland, we thought that maybe it would be um, a win, though I really didn't want it. And I, I know people get upset at that. You're know, like, oh, you know, you're not a real fan or whatever because you didn't want them to win. It's just like I'm just trying to look at what's realistic. They come out and they beat a team that they should beat. And all in all, That's something that you should be happy about if you're a Chicago Bulls fan because they did come out and beat a team they should beat. Uh, I felt that they could have drove this game a little bit more into the ground and and really put their throat on Cleveland's neck. If this was a better team, obviously, we'd be having a different conversation right now because there was a lot of opportunities where the Bulls were blowing it with an untimely turnover or missed shot, um, a wide-open shot have you that didn't go in, but Cleveland was unable to capitalize because they are ass. So that's just kind of, uh, you know, where we're at right now. I mean, of course I'm happy they won and I'm, I'm happy that Kobe white looked to fish, you know, good as a, as a point guard, as you pointed out. Um, I'm happy that Larry Markinen played a good game because all in all, at the end of the day, which was pointed out in last night's episode, we need these guys to drive up their value. If they're not going to be here somehow, some way, And if they can do it against lesser teams and look good doing it, then I'll take it.
1: Yeah, no, tonight's a trap game. You're going to be pissed if you lose because they're a shitty team. And even if you wanted the loss, it's going to sting because you're not supposed to lose to that team, even without Zach Levine. Um, But a loss in the grand scheme of things might have been better than a win. But also, can't complain about a win. That was the whole entire purpose of the season. It was the purpose of trading for Vooch. To see this team start to gain some chemistry um, without Zach there, so when he comes back, maybe they do make that play-in push. Because it's not like the Crafters or the Pacers really want to be there either. We're really going to be having a battle of the play. Did did, did you did you say Crafters? Yes, the Crafters.
0: Okay, I just want to. No, yeah, no, no, no. I, Okay, <laughs> I just want to Crafters. Yeah, I just want to
1: clarify. Um, That's all. <laughs> no, for for sure. Um, you're not you're not that drunk, Buzz. It just it was there. You're all not right. <laughs> um, all the you know it's this, Saturday, so you know what that means. <laughs> yes, you, you you started early and you're going late. Um, yeah. The um, no, yeah. The crafters don't want to be in the playing either. They prefer better odds in the lottery. I really don't think that you know at two years removed from a championship that they are going to be that gun ho to push for the playoffs right now. They know what's realistic. Uh, and they know that they're not a contender. So um, they're in a the mini re- rebuild with Siakam and Fred. I'm sure they'd love to add a top four pick to that. So they'd take increased percentages over a, a fake playoff game. So we're going to be in the mix with the Raptors or the Crafters, whatever you want to call them, for, for the remainder of this season. Uh, we might go back and forth 10 times. And the Wizards might decide they want to play basketball at some point. Um, so we'll see, but you know, you can't get mad about beating the teams you're supposed to beat. And I, I don't want people to think that's what we're going to do. We're not going to, well, we're, we're happy to hop in the tank and call it a tank when, when the losses are happening, whether it's planned or not, because it makes us feel better. We feel safe in the tank, but realistically you have, you're supposed to win the games that we won, uh, win a game like we won tonight. So.
0: Right, and and there's some things that happened in this game too that I really liked. Um, Lowry Market in the first, uh, it was the second quarter actually. He got an awesome mismatch there in the paint that he took full advantage of. I, I believe, I believe it was against Della Dova. He he took a, a advantage of a mismatch in the paint, backed him down little hook shot and that's things that I like to see and that was something I was bitching about last night to be completely honest with everybody here I was bitching about him not doing that kind of stuff see, I was bitching I,
1: I can't even applaud him for that I mean I have to
0: was, because he doesn't do it
1: so I have to I give mean, him dap when it's due I, I accept he's a seven footer without a post game I wish he would have caught that body on that dunk and Larry's had a couple of those this year they're like dude if you would have finished those you might see that 20 million dollars you want Um but No, I can't get excited. I mean, more so, he got an entry pass in the post. His teammates recognized he had a mismatch. Because we can kill Lowry all we want for not having a post game. This team does not recognize mismatches. They don't get the ball down there quick enough when they're supposed to. And by the time they recognize it, there is this thing called three seconds in the key. You got to get the fuck out of there. So, um, to see the recognition, I believe it was Vooch who caught Lowry twice in the post. One of them was a bullet. One of them was that mismatch. One was kind of a cut by Lowry uh, on a drive on a bullet. And, you know, so the big man connection is definitely there right now for this team. And then that's good to see because we really don't have a point guard. Uh, we did have Tomas Sadoransky back tonight. He kind of played a limited role. It'll be interesting to see if he goes back into the starting lineup. While Zach is out, maybe when Zach's back, Billy goes back to the lineup. But who fucking knows? Billy's we had, a, uh, we had a super
0: efficient Tomas Sadoranski tonight. Oh, okay. What would what, what he do? Like Three for three, you know, one for one from now
1: on. <laughs> yes. So he was super I, I saw, efficient. I saw somebody tweet something like, there's going to be security for the 50-40-90 club, and they're going to check saddle pretty hard as he's trying to get in the door. Like, dude, you didn't shoot enough. You're not allowed in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know I mean
0: it, it's nice that we're talking about a W here um we and, and you know what kind of gets me to be honest with you is I look up and down this starting lineup and even the sixth man and the seventh man for Cleveland and I actually low key I I really like the the way the squad looks and I wonder if they can put it together What they'll eventually look like. I mean, you have two dynamic guards in in Sexton and Garland. Okoro ain't no bitch. He's a very good player. He's a very good rookie. And I really like his game. Very good defensively. He takes smart.
1: Tom Selleck on a $28 million contract.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But you also have Jared Allen, who's a young center, who plays a good game. I mean, I think that one day they will be – Maybe if they keep that lineup and they mesh together, they can one day be a good lineup. Obviously right now they just kind of seem out of sorts. And I feel like Sexton and Garland just have green lights to go nuts. I mean, they combined for 41 shots. Um,
1: but not forty-one points. Oh no, they ended up with 44. Okay. Yeah, they
0: ended up with 44 points on 41 shots combined. You know, um, and, and then Darius Garland, my friend. Twelve I mean, he had a, a double double tonight, 22 hey, and 12, you know.
1: You don't have to tell me. I was drooling over Garland before the draft. Um just just all eight games of that Vanderbilt stint. It was more so like the pre workout and the other stuff that you were able to watch him. But no, Garland, Garland was that guy. He looks uh, good, He doesn't he? He looks good. He looks like a really no, good NBA player. Uh, what, what was it? I think it might have been on the uh, Sean and Maya in the morning when I joined uh, Sean Sierra a couple yeah. weeks ago, and we were talking, and he was like, Kobe White's got all the speed and that sneaky athleticism in the world, but it's all straight line. He doesn't give you any of that. <laughs> and Garland's got all the <laughs> and you, you don't know where he's going. Um, he'll hit you with the huh huh about five times in a row um, and make you look silly. So Garland's, Garland's got the handles and the shot and the feel and the potential playmaking. Cleveland's got a similar issue, though. Sexton and Garland both kind of suck on defense. And, and I don't know how long that pairing's going to work. You might have to move a coro to, like, two, get another bigger, more two-way-oriented wing to hide Garland's flaws to ever really have success there. But... Uh, no, I mean Cleveland's got an interesting roster. I know I'd be excited about getting Jared Allen for a second, and uh, in the in, you know throwing themselves into that Harden deal. And I don't know, grabbing that, that Harden deal fucked him though too because they got Torian Prince, and he's the one that pushed Kevin Porter Jr. to the end of the locker room, and then he threw food at somebody, and he ended up getting shipped out for free. Cleveland didn't get anything for KPJ, and he was uh, another really interesting piece that they had, you know, that would have been killer. Garland, Kevin Porter, Okoro, get yourself a nice four, Jared Allen. Uh, you would have been cooking, but instead, you know, you brought in a vet that pissed off the young guy and he acted out a little bit and you didn't forgive him. So I think that was a mistake on the Cavs' part. But they're not they're not a schlump, you know,
0: they're not. They're not. And, and what I thought tonight with the Bulls' performance as well as I felt like their defensive game plan was actually – pretty decent they knew that garland and sexton can do what they want for the most part and while they tried to contain them they kept everybody else at bay and i do feel like that was a game plan tonight for them and i feel like it went obviously it went really well because it's not often that you're talking about a chicago bulls victory number one it's not and number two it's not often that you're talking about the chicago bulls holding an opponent to under 100 points
1: yeah, no, that that is pretty rare. Concerning what was the stat that uh I think it was Kevin, our friend Kevin Bulldog Anderson over at NBCS shared big fan of Kevin. Rating. Um, I think it was Kevin, Ben Cody Westerlund. Either way, one of those great fellas, different different affiliations, but um Bulls are bottom 5 in defensive rating in the NBA. So to yep. hold the team under 100 points, especially with two young guns like that can that can light it up any given night, you know, uh, can't feel too bad. We we were shorthanded, and we came out and we handled our business. And it they was did. nice to see the flow of or, like, the semblance of an offense. After all these moves, it's it's easy to fall into getting your own, and tonight we, we did play as a team and got a fucking win. We can't really complain about that.
0: They shot efficient. They went 41 for 82. The first um, half was not efficient. Well, though. no, the first half wasn't, but they finished shooting 50%. And they finished 16 for 40 from downtown for 40%. Cool. Only shot nine free throws on the night. They hit eight of them. Cleveland only shot seven. They so, hit six of them. So
1: the Bulls had a damn near 50 40 90 game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They had 88.9% there from the uh from the free throw line. Uh they were out rebounded 44 to 38. Uh, but they did have 30 assists to Cleveland's 27. Turnovers—they only had ten compared to Cleveland's eleven. So they took care of the ball for the most part, comparatively
1: to what we've seen through well, the duration we, of the season. We escaped the entire first quarter without a turnover, made it up to I think ten, maybe eleven assists before Adam and Stacy jinxed us and had to double down. On, huh, how many? How many assists do we have without turnovers? And then, sure enough, uh, I complimented Kobe, and the next thing you know, the next two possessions were just complete shit. But hey. Uh, we made it a whole first quarter without any turnovers. And for the most part, the last two games, we've been pretty sound in that regard.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like I said, you come out here, you you pick up a win, an important win, I guess, because I mean, they were sliding big time. Uh, I do want to talk about a guy that played a good game off the bench and I do shit on him quite often, but he did play a pretty decent game. And that was Denzel Valentine. Uh, he had a couple big shots there. Um, Five for 10 from the field. He did however, go two for seven from downtown. But he was doing a bunch of little, little things. He was uh,
1: hustling and he was doing some things that were all right. So uh, I'll give credit where credit's due. uh, Tonight was one of the games where I watched Denzel and I didn't have one of those moments where I was like, fuck, dude. You just threw (laughs) every good thing you did out the window. I didn't have one of those moments. Maybe I I wasn't paying close enough attention. Maybe it's there and uh, somebody (laughs) can let us know. But personally, I did not find that gripe with Denzel tonight. And any night you can escape uh, uh, Denzel, you know, fuck-ups, I'm all for it.
0: I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that for sure. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, this game, they they came out, they did what they needed to do. Uh, Lowry, great game. Um, You know, uh, Vooch, great game. Garrett Temple actually played pretty well as well, and he played some good defense. So I'm, I'm happy with the way that they played.
1: We and, have gotten Bartholomew the last two games. First game back, Garrett. Last two games, Bartholomew has been in the house. TBJ the, the, played
0: some good defense. I want to give him a little bit of a shout out here as well.
1: I mean, we can we can talk TBJ for a whole podcast if you want to.
0: Oh, so we definitely could. We might do a TBJ special. That that we'll we'll get to that eventually. I'm I'm sure that'll end up happening. Um, but yeah, the Bulls come out, beat a team that they're supposed to beat. I'm happy about it. I just uh. Like you, you said.
1: Sound
0: thrilled. Well, I mean, dude, when you come out on a rant the night prior and then they end up winning like they did. Rolling out me. the
1: tank. Turn yeah. around. Turn
0: around. Yeah, it's just like now I'm I, I'm like literally, you know, like those little fucking turnaround things on the expressway, like the, it says do not make a U-turn here. Well, I, I I'm sitting in that thing. Like, what am I doing here?
1: Authorized I, personnel only. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm just kind of like, oh man, I don't know. Does this it feels good to win, but I also know what it means, and I, I understand what Cleveland is and what they have been. And but I digress. After a five-game losing streak, it's nice to pick up a win.
1: Well, and and, we have Cleveland again in the next two games, so yep. we do get a chance to maybe beat up on because we got Detroit coming up too. We so. do.
0: We have Boston, Cleveland, Charlotte. My well, Detroit. No, we uh, Detroit's not till May 9th. Uh, we no. have Boston, Cleveland, Charlotte, and two back, to, um, two back to back, or not back to back, but uh, two games against Miami consecutively. Um, that that's our next five matchups. Uh, we do, however, play Boston on Monday in Boston at six thirty. You know that that will be our next game here, and you know Boston has been a team that's been kind of a, a paradox all year. They're very puzzling. I, I, I they're, third, they're third, they're third in the Atlantic Division. Killing it. Uh, what was that? It's said Luke cornette is killing it. Uh, I know. I I see him everywhere. I I see Luke Cornett everywhere. Boston is sitting at thirty and twenty six, and they're on a five game winning streak right now.
1: Luke currently, that has fucking NBA like the at the official NBA highlights. Floating around Twitter right now, like consecutive blocks. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Um, I do think the nickname that Luke has got in Boston is is awesome though. The green cornet. Like that is that is epic.
0: No, she no. I wish he was the red cornet. No, no.
1: It's no. okay.
0: No, yeah, wait, it, it, it I don't miss Luke.
1: I yeah, don't. I don't miss, I
0: don't miss uh, Luke either, but I mean, my God, dude! Like, it's just, it's just typical. It's typical, and I could have a whole podcast about that too. <laughs> you know, um,
1: I mean, Tice has still been better, and no,
0: Tice has been great. I got no problem and with Daniel Tice. To,
1: Jerry got to count his cash while upgrading the roster, so everybody won. Ames paid us f- for for Cornet to give us Tice, so
0: right, right. Well, you know, Boston is sitting at the fifth seed right now. Um, and and we're getting ready to play them again on Monday. So, you know, bulls come rolling out again without Zach Levine, they should have everybody else available, um, from what I know right now. And, uh, we'll see what happens. If the bulls beat Boston, then I might be a little bit more hyped up than I am right now. (laughs) Again, I'm glad they won, you know, I'm glad they got a win, but, Let's let's string some consecutive wins together before I, I I start you know flying off the handle and saying the Bulls are back.
1: So so if we beat Boston, are we putting the keys to the tank away? Are we like throwing them back in the safe and locking it up for a little bit, or they're
0: still in my front pocket. Okay, they're still okay. in my front pocket, Goose. Um, so we're ready but, to go. And but yeah, the, the like I said, will I'll be thinking about them, but I will have them in my pocket. I won't uh, I won't go crazy or anything okay. like that. Fair we enough. just need to uh, we just need to make sure we can string some wins together. If they want to get into this play-in, they want to be a 10th seed, ninth seed, whatever, they need to start playing some better basketball and consecutively because one-offs are just that. They're one-offs.
1: Well, yeah, one-offs against the Cavs don't mean a damn thing.
0: Either. Right. So uh, other than that, I don't really have too much else. I'm glad that they won this game. I'm, you know, we're going up against Boston. Like I said, you know, if they could pull it out, they could pull it out. We'll see what happens Monday. Um, consecutive. Uh, you know, con- uh, getting consecutive wins would be great, but they need to play defense. They need to play a full 48 minutes against a team that has somewhat turned it around
1: and, and made themselves a fifth seed within the Eastern conference standings. It's going to be a true test. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Patrick Williams rides his confidence from this game. Larry Markkinen, uh, keeps at least a foot and a half in the door here in Chicago. And Kobe continues to play rather efficient basketball. Um... Let's see what happens. I mean, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, the Boston isn't a great team, so I, I'm not going to say it's a winnable game, but well, we should be competitive. So let's see what the fuck happens. Absolutely, cool. absolutely. Um,
0: everybody, be sure we're going on tapsportsnet.com for all Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at on tap sportsnet, following Goose at Bullscripted scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. We'll be back Monday night after the Bulls. Hopefully. Win a game against the Boston Celtics and have two in a row there. Maybe we can turn this thing around. Let's go Bulls.